Hey, this is Sujin. And Aaron on the Growth Mapping Podcast, where we break down what really happens behind the scenes in the world of marketing. We're going to show you what works and what doesn't, and we'll be interviewing some of the biggest names in the online world. You'll learn the strategies, tactics, and tricks that really move the needle and drive massive results. Hey guys, welcome back to the Growth Mapping Podcast with Sujin and Aaron. We're covering today how to build thousands of subscribers to an email list when you're literally starting with nothing. About a million different options you can choose or go to in terms of starting to create your list. Um, but so many businesses and so many people online will tell you the money is in the list and the list is one of the most valuable assets a business can have. Um, so it's worthwhile covering. So, uh, Sujan, I'm going to throw over to you. What's your number one thing that uh, you do or you do for clients that sees some good email list growth? So, first and foremost, I start with the bang. No, no, email list growth. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you got to start with something big, right? You, you can't just, like, I'm going to go add a hello bar or something to my uh, to my blog. That doesn't do justice. It doesn't, it's not big enough. So, what I recommend is, Maybe an epic piece of content. So, like at Mailshake, we launched with the playbook, um, and the email playbook was all about this is like 17, 20,000 word guide. Um, I know you and Neil have done stuff like that before, um, or continue to do that, but um, a viral contest, some sort of giveaway, something of that nature to really, really get the word out. Something you can promote and, and spread the word with. Good. So, uh, the, the creation of that content. So, you have an epic piece that people are clicking through to, finding you via search um, and social and so on. That's, that's the number one thing? That would be the first thing I do. Good. The first thing, not the number one, but the first. Okay, good. I'd, I'd have to agree. You have to have something worthwhile in terms of getting that traffic and of having convincing people to give up that email address. It's a tightly held possession for a lot of people because there's a lot of spam going around. So have something of quality and of value that exists on your site first. Really put some time, energy, and effort in. Don't don't just be a site that's created. You've got, you got no email subscribers. You decided to create a new business. decided to do some blogging. But really, you're just churning out your average sort of five to 800-word blog posts with no real value. You're just talking about your service and yourself. You can have very little chance of actually getting any subscribers at all. You need to create something epic, something that uh, resonates with people that people just think, really, all I have to give is an email address for this? Definitely go down that path and you're going to start seeing some much better results. Yeah, that's a very, very good point because at the end of the day, the bigger the stuff, the generally the multiplier of, of, of ROI it brings you, right? So blog posts compared to an ebook does just, ebook does significantly better. Another thing that I have, uh, again, like I've a lot of times I work with clients that are just like getting started or like they're in like kind of a boring industry where they didn't have a real big audience to like to leverage, but people do. So I go to my LinkedIn contacts, um, my email contacts, and I export. I email them all, and I ask them if they would like to subscribe to my email list, and like I just tell them what I'm up to. Oftentimes, these people will support you, right? Like especially your email list if you've emailed. Or your contact list or your LinkedIn list, like they will actually subscribe. They'll ask you questions. And don't just say, like, I'm starting a blog, you should I'm, I'm starting to write content, you should subscribe. Like, ask them like what's troubling about them. Like almost think about it as like a 
you know, you're, you're surveying an audience, like you're surveying your like, what do you do? What do you, what do you want to learn more about? What's your problems? Things like that are questions you should ask people. Be human, I think is the key bit there. You, you, they've already connected with you for some reason on LinkedIn. So they know you, they see your stuff, connect with them on a more personal level. And like you said, it's a really good way to, to, um, you know, hit the ground running by hitting them up and asking them to subscribe and telling them why, telling them what you're going to give them and, and making it valuable for them. Um, I guess an addition that I wanted to throw onto that is if you've exported um, all these people from LinkedIn, create a custom audience on Facebook and um, start advertising to these people so that they're seeing you not just on LinkedIn but on Facebook as well and just drive them direct to an, an opt-in page on your website where you're giving away this guide that you've created um, and it means that anyone that hasn't picked it, picked it up from the email might see your ads a few times, start seeing you, you know, multiple touch points on them they might they may have a better impact. Um, and then from there, you can also start doing um, lookalike audiences and so much stuff. So if you're doing lookalike audiences based on those who have already connected with you, you're going to keep touching base with people who have already resonated with you and your content. And it's a much greater way of, of getting people that are more likely to subscribe to your email list. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, what I do, one of the things I use is like, Sumo. I feel like I've been saying Sumo a lot. Um, <laughs> I use their welcome mat. You know, I think a lot of tools have that same or similar functionality, but like I do it site-wide. And I just literally force people to ask them to join the newsletter or push a piece of content. So if you look at our site or my site, sujapatel.com or sp.com, you will see a little bar at the top. It says download our content promotion checklist you're not subscribed, you'll see a welcome mat. And both of those combined, that's like about a 5% opt-in rate. So it's just like it's building on top of each other. It's not going to be building me an email list fast. Email signatures are put a freaking subscribe link on your email signature. Uh, my buddy, uh, Nathan Laka, his email signature, before he says thanks, he's like, hey, mind doing me a quick favor and leaving me a, a review on iTunes for my podcast. I'm like, that's genius. Because every time... I see an email from him. I think like he's actually asking you that question. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of bleeds into the email. But how many people do you email every day? I mean, that could be at least you know a tenth of them would subscribe. Easy. Yeah, I think one of the the points that you're sort of touching on there is making sure that you're hitting things in numerous different angles. You can't just rely on one thing. You can't just have some sort of opt-in tool on your site and think, hey, that's enough. My list is going to grow. Um, it's all about compound gains, right? And if, you, if you're doing things in different areas, then you're going to start seeing those numbers come on board. Um, I, I guess one of the things I wanted to ask about is, you know, you mentioned Sumo. That's one of my favorites as well. What, what other tools do you use? What sort of tools are key for being able to make sure, you, make sure you're hitting things from all areas? To build, we use Push Crew for like getting uh, subscribers through the Chrome extension and just doing a Chrome, uh, a browser subscriber or whatever you want to call them. Um, I've tested out Facebook messenger, um, and sending kind of people through a chatbot where I just kind of drip them with content, not for my sites, for clients. It's worked well on the consumer side, on the B2B side, it's just kind of fizzled out because, you know, people deal with people. And I think on the consumer side, um, they love it when brands act as people, well, when you're a person and it's actually powered by a bot, it's kind of hard to act like a person because you're not. 
so I don't use that many tools uh, for the viral giveaways, uh, viral loops. So viral-loops.com is a great tool to do that. They have a bunch of like templates that you can use, which is by far the best performing ones I've seen. Like where you can take a template that has worked for other companies, like the launch formula, and and apply it. Like literally take all the good stuff and use it there. Yeah, you you've um, you just touched on the point that I was going to add as well as those those viral giveaways. You can see some just exponential growth by putting something together using a tool you said. There's also Viper. There's also Viral Sweep. There's, there's a few ones that are out there at the moment. But using those tools, it, it, it provides a mechanism to ensure that you're getting loads and loads of uh, new email subscribers to your list simply by uh, using the tools and giving away one thing, probably something that you would be happy to give away. Think about If you work in some sort of industry where an iPad is relevant to your industry, giving away an iPad, people are going to be happy to put in their their email address for an iPad. There's so many things that are relevant to your business and the more relevant that giveaway is to your business, the more relevant the list is going to be to the audience that you want. So make sure whatever giveaway you're doing is relevant to your business. Yeah, and I think one of the other things, one more thing I want to add here is... uh, is partnering and doing cross promotion or, or co-marketing with other people that are in your space. So one of the things I did when I launched my ebook, 100 Days of Growth, back in 2015, was I didn't have an email list. <laughs> that was really tough times. I was an idiot and I started building my email list really, really late. You, me, and many, many others. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all, it, it's never too late, right? At the end of the day, and so so what I did was I I partnered with people that are in SaaS in like talking about growth hacking. And anyone who had an email list, and I was like, hey, look, what can we do together? Can I give away like 100 copies to your list? Right? So I got in front of their list, and at the very end, I'm like, hey, subscribe to mine. They didn't, they didn't mind. Or like, I mean, obviously, I had to pull in every favor I could <laughs> because I was promoting a big book. And you know, I got about 12 or so people that, that did this for me. I wrote a blog post for their site. They emailed their list. And at the very end, I said, like, hey, uh, some of them said, P.S., giving away free copies, enter to win. And it was all the same contest. This is viral loop, but like some of them, I asked them straight, just hey, here, enter your email and get it for free, or like a dollar or something super cheap. But I created something of monetary value, and then I gave it away for free. So that kind of works as well. But yeah, co co marketing, especially companies or sites that have new, uh, an email list or even industry newsletters, are huge. There's hundreds of industry newsletters or dozens in almost any industry. All you have to do is start building a relationship with those folks now before you want to build your email list or before you ask them for a favor. Start giving them valuable content or sharing good stuff that they would send to their newsletter. And then at some point, they're going to discover your blog because you're going to subtly figure out a way to get it in the conversation. And boom, you get featured in that newsletter and, and you, get, you, know, you get people come to your site. Yeah, so look, some, some good tips. There's some tactics. There's some um, mechanics behind it, different tools you can be using. I think the one thing that underpins everything that we're saying here is that no one's going to give up their email address unless you provide value, value to the partners, value in a giveaway, value in the content that you're creating. Create value first and everything else will start to uh, fit together after that. So guys, do stick around. Uh, Next episode, we're covering what to do when your business stops growing. So stay tuned. Take care. And that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, reach out to us at hello at growthmappingpodcast.com as we would love to hear from you. 
We believe we've delivered value to you. If you agree, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the best way you can say thanks. So thank you, and we'll catch you next time.